Greetings. Salutations. I do not believe that I'm the male version of Delilah. Oh, so, so off key. Sorry. I think so. I think you have a good tone. I could have been off key. There are two of us. We started at the same time. Who's to say you were off key? Right. There's your version. There's my story. And You're then there's. Right. You were. No, that's not. I'm Nathan. I'm Jonathan, and this is You'll Die Trying, episode number one hundred and two. Thanks for listening, Brent. We appreciate you. Hey, Brent. This is when Doctor Girl will say something. I want to invite you to sing us a song. You're the intro man. I love Billy Joel. Joy took me to see him in concert, and it was a maze of balls. I respect him. I don't. I don't go really? out of my way to like pull his records out. Pull his records out because we're all sitting around a turntable with the fire going in 1960. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. He's. You got to admit, he's got mad skills. He will let the crowd pick whatever song they want him to sing, and then he sings it. So he doesn't have a set list. Nope. A set set list, I should say. Nope. Hmm. Pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah, that is kind of neat. Jason, what if you... Oh, sorry. No, you. No, it's mine. Please. I'm going to have a sip of water. Jason Mraz would, whenever he was on tour back in like 2010, would take his set list for the night and roll a doobie and smoke it with people. That's a true story. I think that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, yes. I think people should stop hurting their, themselves with those substances. I mean, especially vaping. All you vapors out there, quit it. Dude, don't even get somebody fired up over the vaping thing because somebody on my Facebook feed got really mad about the fact that people are promoting a ban on it because yeah. he was like, there are hundreds of thousands of deaths by cigarettes annually. I think they should quit that too. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Yeah, just that's my that was my point. It was like, why are we not crying foul over cigarettes and like well we are <laughs> there's tons of they just have they're too big they have too much yeah. money and they have too big of a lobby yeah always have mm-hmm. mm. what's been going on for you this weekend was a weekend filled with reed's orchard pumpkin picking too hot for that it stuff. was 922 degrees outside way too hot but it was awesome because the kids were asleep at like seven. Oh, that's good <laughs> like drain them get them dehydrated out. yeah yeah, borderline needing like saline drops. <laughs> drip. That's awesome. No, Did y'all have a nice uh, marital evening then? Did you get to watch TV, talk, have a dinner together? No, because like <laughs> okay. by the time they go to bed, we're shot. Y'all are, so really the kids are like, yes, we're going to wear our parents out. Pretty much. Because they really want y'all to go to bed the same time they do because kids are so worried they're going to miss something. Oh my gosh, that is the truest statement ever. I remember getting up and going to my door and peeking around the corner and seeing what everybody was doing because I was supposed to be in bed, but I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't like missing things. <laughs> I really don't. Do you like, still do that, like peek around the corner? And like, <laughs> no, because that's, I think, creepy <laughs> now. That's now, like creepy now that I'm a huge person. You're an adult. Yeah. And your dad, and it's like weird. Right. Yeah. You know, I just figured something out that when things get hot, they expand. 
You just figured that out? Well, what I figured out is that I'm not fat. I'm just hot. <laughs> and I don't think someone my size needs to be Stupid. creeping around a corner. It's so dumb. Especially when we have kids around. You know, we have all the girls and they have all their friends over. And, you know, I, I want them to have a good time. I don't hang out with them, but I don't like, I'm just, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Y'all go. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. They need. They still need some supervision. No, just let them go. They'll be fine. Supervision. Parents of our daughter's friends, don't worry. They have... Plenty of adequate Sorry, supervision. I was, wasn't trying to poke a bear or something. Oh, wait, what? Bear. Oh, the TV. Yeah, just turn the TV on. Put a dog gate up. Lock the door. It should be fine. The, these kids are like as get... tall as I am. Okay, so they can get over. I yeah. did learn something good, though, over the weekend. The app that I was talking about, previous podcast, Blinkist, it's pretty neat to be able to listen to some blinks, some nice nuggets. Uh, I was listening to biohacking, like a book on biohacking. There are four forms of sleepers. It's literally hereditary. You probably know more about this than I do. There's the lion that gets up really early and then they do their thing and then they go to bed at a decent hour. Right. Then there's the wolf. The wolf gets up later and then they have surges of energy around 2 o'clock, around 5 o'clock, and then they stay up a little later than the lion. Then you have the bear. So the bear is... That's, you know, that's teenagers. They sleep for six months at a time. Pretty much. And then the dolphin is the individual that has insomnia oh yeah they just sleep in random times throughout time so they said they encourage like if you go on another vacation just allow yourself to go to sleep and wake up whenever your body tells you to and that'll tell you what kind of sleeper you are okay so anyway that the, it's a false statement per the author of this book to have this whole notion that, hey, early the early bird gets the worm. Well, if he says in the book, if you're too damn tired, how are you going to even have the energy to get the worm? I was like, okay, that's a good thought. So you don't necessarily get the worm if you're up early because you got to be on, you know, on your game. Do you buy all of this? Do I buy it? Like, like do you believe it? So uh, I'm, I'm, I think there's I'm some hesitant. nuggets there. I think there's some nuggets there. I okay. also think that you can train your body. This one says like you can't train your body. I also think says that, that people can write anything and people can believe. It. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm going to write a book. The five steps to make a million dollars in a year. Yeah, I'm going to do that. New York Times bestseller. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to see how many people believe it. Because I tend to have historically tended to really buy into things. I, I ran uh, into this in graduate school. Um, and I remember we would study a particular theologian, say, or philosopher. And everybody would leave that class. And I think I may have mentioned this to you before. And they were like, oh, wow, that's Soren Kierkegaard. He, he's amazing. I'm, to I'm totally a Kierkegaardian, right? And then the next day we'd study Friedrich Schleiermacher. Oh, that's brilliant! I'm, I'm a Schleiermacherian. I'm a Schleiermacherian. Whenever I go to a restaurant and I have to give our names, I always say Schleiermacher. No, you don't. I do. Well, not always, but I do that. I just did it today, actually. This person at a particular place where we were, Joy was checking in, and they could not understand how to spell her name. Her name is Mary Joy Carroll. Mary, M-E-R-R-I-E. <laughs> like Merry Christmas, but Mary with an I-E. Mind blown. They're done. You got them. And Joy is her middle name, and that's what she goes by. And then Carol, it's kind of a happy name, Mary Joy Carroll. 
But the lady was like, wait, I, I don't. <laughs> so she, and then she was like, Joy. And like, Joey, no, not Joey, because this is Kentucky. People think Joy is two syllables. It's just Joy. Carol, and then we had to spell that. And I was like, well, that's, you know, that's better because her maiden name is Schleiermacher. I said that today, just today. Schleier? So people would leave saying, oh, I'm Schleiermacher. And then people, oh, I'm a Bardian. Oh, I'm a Bonhoeffer. And it's like, why do you have to ascribe 100% to everything you read? Just read, enjoy, learn, take something from it, and go. I do think you can train your body. I think it's all very much a mental thing. I do believe that you naturally do lean to <clears throat> one type of sleeping pattern over another. I mean, I, I don't think that that's necessarily false. Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. That's something that you, I do like to sleep in on vacation, though. It's delicious. I, I mean, you get to a certain age and that just doesn't happen anymore. Right, you get and up 17 times age. to go to the restroom and then well, by that Well, you just wake up. Yeah. I just wake up and I'm up and there's, it doesn't matter. It can be three, it can be five. I'm up. It's I was, frustrating. I was sitting in my office the other day and my brother comes in, doesn't come into my office very often. We're just sitting around. He was talking about how his wife, my sister-in-law, is going to potentially fame. She works for and with Aflac and does a great job. And anyway, if she fames, then you and me are going to be in Chicago at the same time, he says. And I looked at John and I was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not going to be in Chicago. What do you mean? And he goes, uh, I'm going to be in Chicago. I have known that secret for a long time. Yeah, so for those of you listening, Megan is doing something special. Apparently, we're going to Chicago uh, today, and we're staying through the week. I don't know what we're doing yet, but my brother, John, Mr. Smooth, has ruined <laughs> the trip. Like everyone, the Wonder Boys, everyone you know about this trip. Yeah. And have known about it. Because Megan said, Nathan doesn't know, so please don't say anything. He, and I do feel sorry for John because he totally blew it on accident. And he was like, I'm going to be in Chicago. And he's yeah, poor dumb dumb. Sorry, John. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> dumb dumb. <laughs> dumb dumb. It's pretty funny. So we're going to Chicago tomorrow or today, and uh, it's gonna be fun. So you know um, of Gary Vaynerchuk, who also goes by the moniker Gary V. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This guy is what his family was in the wine business at a wine store. Gary V. Takes kind of gets into the family business and blows it up, right? Makes them a lot of money, and he, you know, becomes an entrepreneur and he has the all these businesses and he has a very large social media presence, Instagram especially. I mean, his stories are way. Have you seen his mm -hmm. story? There are so many. It's click, 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 click. It's like him and Zach Posen. Yes, I follow Zach Posen. I don't know who that is. Well, he was a judge on Project Runway, and he's a designer. I'm going to look it up. Zach Posen? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Gary V is, um, he has argued that basically for him, it's not about the money, it's about the hunt. It's the thrill of the chase. It's the game. So he goes to, he goes to garage sales really? to this day. He's a multimillionaire. His dream is to own the Jets, which I think the Jets are on auction right now for about $10, the New York Jets. Um, then he would have no problem purchasing them then. But uh, he goes to garage sales, and uh, he, he will buy these things for 
a dollar or five dollars, and then he goes and he has his people. Of course, he doesn't put them on eBay, and he'll sell them for fifty, a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. So he'll make. I mean, he just makes money. He's just what he does. He makes money. That's and awesome. I thought about him the other day because. Joy and I had a garage sale. Yeah, and you had to cancel it for the following days because you sold everything the you first day. That. Yeah, Megan didn't believe me. She was like, "How is that?" I was like, "You posted it. Yeah, it's legit." It we canceled it. We had to call the Messenger Inquirer, our local paper, back and say, "Please put canceled or take the ad out," because we had paid our twenty eight dollars for the garage sale package, which includes four signs. sheets of price tags and two. Yard signs. That's amazing that this is literally what... It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. So, oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, it's, no, you, go it's ahead. all you. Go ahead. I think it's amazing. I think we should get into that business. I think we should go to uh, garage sales because people around these parts love garage sales, having them. Well, I'd just like to tell you a little bit about this real quick because... This, yeah. Oh, no. The schedule was 6 a.m. to question mark. Mm-hmm. And so, having awakened early, of course, I told Joy, I'm going to go ahead and shower and get dressed for the day, because was, it was a Friday, I was working. Um, but my first one wasn't until 8. So I was like, I'll just go ahead and go out, I'll get the garage doors open, put the sign out in the front yard. Picturing this. So I get up, 5 o'clock, I'm dressed by you know, 20 after, I go outside, I raise up the garage doors, and it's pitch black. And there's a line of 30 people. Here come five people down the driveway at like 5.35. No way. Yes, 5.35 in the morning. So what are they doing if you didn't open the... Would they have been sitting in their car reading? Probably, yeah. I mean, that's why you have to get up early because, I mean, these people aren't thieves. They're not going to take your stuff. They're (laughs) professionals. They are professionals. But And I think they would wait. I think they'd realize, oh, this is... What they're doing, a lot of them, they go before work. Like we saw a lot of teachers and a lot of people in scrubs, whether they are CNAs or nurses or techs, I don't know. But there were a lot of people. And literally, of all of our loot that we had for sale, we had chase, iron, a lot of iron, chase lounges, tables, dining table with chairs. We had tons of outdoor furniture. And this one guy who owns an antique store in town came and he bought all of it in five minutes. He had gathered it all in this little corner moved our stuff because we had presented everything we had it looking like outdoor living of course you did and he moved it and he put all his stuff and he put he had sold stickers in his pocket that's a professional and he put sold stickers on everything paid for it and left and came back later joy said and picked it all up was this ron by chance uh i don't know he's at the trading post that's my uncle Is it really? Swear as God is my witness. Ron, good old boy. Is he trading post? Yes. Kind of tall? Yes. Has kind of like a sandy colored hair? Yes. Mustache? Uh, yes. That That's he. That's my uncle. Really? I As God is my witness. I mean, I don't doubt you. I just uncle think that's hilarious. Ron, yeah, and he is a professional. Dude goes to picks all the time yeah. and finds some. Okay, ladies Look, and gentlemen. He left this... to go up to other sales and then comes back later and picks everything up. With a trailer or a truck and trailer? I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. But that's smart. Go, buy, leave, hit them all early, and then come back around and pick yeah. it up. Br- guy's brilliant. He literally left, he, ladies and gentlemen, he left a lucrative job, lucrative pension, uh, has a huge building that is packed full of things, and the merchandise is constantly, constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Cash only. 
But every time, I mean, I, I believe you, but every time I go there, it's the same stuff. Like I know my way around the store. You turn left at the tractor seat, then you turn right <laughs> at the hood of the NASCAR, and then they're gonna, there's there going to be... There's a few items probably that are kind of like your, you know, your, your... It's a good place to buy tools, I can tell you that. Oh my gosh, that tool section is ridiculous. They have wrenches bigger than my truck. They have things there that that are tools for things that they I don't a, even know the names for. They have a fish that's as long as a city block uh, hanging from the ceiling. It doesn't even make sense, some of the stuff they have. But people a buy it. A lot of it. I, people buy it. I'm, I'm choosing to believe you because every time I go, I we could go right now, I'm like, I'm going to walk you in. Here's what's going to be on your left. Here, and we should now do the that. cases, like we the should. display cases, he... he No, they just like the furniture and stuff. I'm, I'm telling you what. They came to the funeral home. We pick, had them pick a lot of stuff here. Stuff was gone before he even got back to the to the building. Really? Yes, he had it sold. He just made a couple of calls. People are. It was amazing. I was impressed by these people. Uncle Ron Pitch, going to your garage. I know. Sale. You should talk to him about it. Pitch black. <laughs> All there are two men and then like three other women. But this went on. Like I didn't leave the house until ten minutes to eight for my first client. And it was steady. And I told Joy, I am first of all, I hate garage sales. Hate capital H A T E. And I said this is my last one until the next one. Joy says we're having another one, and then that will be that'll be my last one until she says we're having another one. But this time I said, I am not helping people <laughs> take their stuff to their cars. And you did for everybody. For two and a half hours. You literally are c- incapable of not Either well, jumping I mean, out of your way to hold the could, door. They couldn't do I it. Know. They were making all these trips, and it's a haul from the street down yes, to our especially garage. especially when you have to walk with the things up Uphill. a hill. You're exactly right. I was thinking about that. You were. You've thought ahead on that. Well, I had all this camping gear. From I went through an <laughs> I went through an ultralight camping phase. This is the funniest. And I, I bought lot, all so this ultralight camping gear. <laughs> the tent, the sleeping bag, all of it just weighed ounces. You know, and I sold all that stuff. And a chapter of your life, chapter of the book closed. You can make money on garage sales. I know. And they're going to take that stuff and go resell a lot of it and probably make more. Because ours was priced to sell. In fact, one lady came and said, I don't know if there's a group text or a private Facebook page, but yard sailors, they all know each other. And they would be there. This one lady was like, I'm going to put all my stuff on your table to your uncle. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, y'all know each other? And he was like, oh, yeah, we see each other at all these things. And this this woman came and said, well, I wasn't planning to come, but I left work to come because I heard this is the yard sale of the year. And Joy told me this. She was like, really? She's like, yeah, everyone's talked about it. And then like an hour later, another lady came and said, oh, I heard this was the yard sale of the year. There has to be a Facebook group. How do y'all know that? (laughs) There's got to be some, they're communicating. Morse code. (laughs) Walkie-talkie, something. Yeah. We still have not done the walkie-talkie thing. 13 married three. Yeah, we we had we should do that. Dr. Carroll. Anyway, I was impressed by these people. And we literally sold everything except for a treadmill, which of course, <laughs> you've I been mean, pawning that off to everybody today. <laughs> you can't have a garage sale without a treadmill. I know. It. And we had this little craft cabinet, but we have since sold that. Did you sell it? Yes, on Facebook. Y'all should have bought that because for it's what? awesome. For our children. Oh, we do have those. <clears throat> Where would we put it? Your basement. Oh, I'm not hauling it down there. <laughs> well, I mean, you you would find someone to help you. I would help you. Yeah, but then I have we, a dolly. 
But then someone, every time you move a piece of furniture, it's a, it's a fact. There's an argument. Someone gets into a fight. Really? Yes. We move furniture all the time. No, I'm not talking about just sliding it across the room or moving or rearranging the house. I'm talking moving furniture from, let's say, here, upstairs of the funeral home, walking it down the stairs. Oh, you mean a fight because every, it's too heavy and you get mad at each other? Yeah, and hitting walls and stuff. Yes, it's obnoxious. I'm already <laughs> mad talking about That's it. Hilarious. I'm really mad. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you should see our garage right now. It is clean. Cleaned out. So well, anyway, the whole point of that is <laughs> do it. Everybody says, oh, it's such a pain. Really? It really wasn't. I mean, Joy and I got out there a couple of nights organizing stuff, pulling it all out, putting it up on tables. Then one night after work, we were like, we're going to price. It took like 20 minutes to price stuff. It was nothing. Yeah, you you probably were like $3, $3, $1, $1, $1, $1. It was price to sell for sure. Yeah. I mean, there were things. And people haggle. People want to haggle at those things. Yeah. This one guy, everything oh. was two two it was two off. So if it was seventy five cents, he wanted it for twenty five. If it was three dollars, he wanted it for one dollar. And you we had a go kart that we sold. I would have bought the go kart. The NASCAR go kart. I didn't see that in the garage. We whenever. gave it to our girls for Christmas one year. And but we had it. the NASCAR stuff painted over. We thought, oh, we'll take it to this airbrush place in the mall. <laughs> I'm already there. Okay. Okay, that was the worst mistake. Oh I think that's probably the worst mistake, that one of the worst mistakes I've ever made. In your life? Yeah. Jeez, and you've lived a lovely, beautiful life. I, I try not to make very many mistakes. Good Lord. It's, it's all about decision-making. Yeah. You just got to let your spouse take, make those. <laughs> the, the other uh, part of this book that I learned over the weekend, it said to automate your decision-making. One thing about Talk more about that. One thing Steve Jobs would do, if you all notice in some of his photos, a lot of his photos, he would be the black turtleneck, jeans, yeah. and what? His New Balance shoes. Yeah. He wasn't wearing the same black turtleneck. I mean, maybe he was, but he wore the same color That's and type. Had. That's all he had. Saving his brain's power to make decisions. Correct. For when it matters. Correct. Barack Obama does the same thing. I just, I think that. That's beautiful to think about that. Because, you I mean, you're making a 100 decisions a day. What kind of socks am I wearing? What am I going to eat for lunch? Even, like, have five meals and then rotate and then start over. Yeah. Like, we put so much emphasis on meals and food and whenever we're emotionally drained or, or sad we eat, when we're happy we eat, like, our emotions dictate our food intake. I mean, there's so many layers. True. Being a human is tough. Yeah. It's better than the alternative. Being an insect? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think there's something to be said about routines mm -hmm. that allow you to uh, minimize your decision-making, especially early in the morning. Yeah. I also think it's good to have a meal plan, you know, et cetera. Also, though... McDonald's is delicious. Glad I didn't have to say that, but it's been a while since I've had McDonald's. Because I have. I'm off of it. I'm done. Don't lie. No, I'm, I'll circle back on that. <laughs> okay. But uh, prior to, it's really important that... Uh, that we do have nice meals because so much happens around meals. People are proposed to and become engaged around meals. Anniversaries. Now you're getting all like include really sweet beautiful stuff. meals. Yeah. You know, when you want to make a business uh, decision, you almost always gather over a meal a at meal. some point. When you want to schmooze, you take someone out to dinner and have a meal because everybody has to eat. So yep. we can maximize our usage of time over a meal. 
one day at a time. So uh, I, circling back, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with fast food. You hear, you heard it here, and if I say it here, then it, it has to be true. Yeah, it's real. I'm it's done. true. I'm done. I, I just, I'm not going to do it anymore. We do, we DoorDash for the boys. They love French fries and cheeseburgers from McDonald's. So uh, call me a bad parent. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> what was they, that? They have me- metabolism of a, I don't know. You know, they can eat anything. Something with high metabolism. Yes. And uh, Megan always says, because she's trying to include me, she says, do you want anything from McDonald's? I'm like, no. How dare you ask such a thing? And in my mind, I'm like, yes. <laughs> but you don't get anything? I, that, never. And I want to so, so, so bad, but I just never do. What is your go-to staple breakfast food? Omelet. Do you have an omelet most days of the week? Yeah. Do you? I love omelets. They're, do you they're, eat in the morning at home before you come to work? Mm-hmm. They're so... I wondered, because I never see you eat anything in the morning. They're delicious. And I always show up, and I'm starving. <laughs> you always are. It's so funny. It's like, I'm so hungry. Well, you go like 17 years without eating, <laughs> and then you'll come in here, and you're like, what do you have to eat? I'm like, well, I've got this oh, I've got piece this of bread. Yeah, I've got this awesome. piece of bread from two days ago that's been sitting out that I forgot to throw away, and you're Doesn't like, matter. Oh, you'll eat I'll it. I'll soak it in a week old pot of coffee <laughs> and be happy. <laughs> you really would. That's the I'm problem. really not a picky eater. You, you aren't. No. Not I just it. don't like celery. That's it. But I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. You'll eat celery? If I have to. I just... Mm-hmm. Well, we just DoorDash for the first time recently. What'd you get? You want to tell me? Yeah. We went to the Korean restaurant. Oh, so it wasn't fast food then? No. I was going to Believe me, it wasn't fast food. It was like well over an hour. Did you get mad at somebody? No. But okay. it, it wasn't good and it ended up... It wasn't good. <laughs> it ended up, I've never eaten there and I won't just because I get so many hit or miss comments about it. It's always awful. Yeah. When we've been there in person, it's good, but the, the service isn't, isn't good. I think the restaurant's a, f- a front for something else. Maybe it is. Yeah. It's probably a poker game in the Packers. I, I have a really funny story. I got life insurance, some more life insurance for uh, a project that we're working on. Obviously, if I die, everybody needs to be taken care of. And I had to go and sign a waiver. This is true because I had to go to the the doctor's office and essentially get a physical. They had to had three pages, and they're like, "Yeah, his heart's beating. Yeah, you know, whatever." And right. on the waiver, it said, "You cannot talk about anything." And then this is whenever I just gotten over the stomach bug. Remember that stupid bug I had or a couple of weeks ago? So Doctor Carico is like, "All right, so how are you feeling?" I'm like, "I'm not allowed to tell you." And he looks at me. I was like, "I just signed a waiver. I cannot tell you about the stomach bug I had last week." That's hilarious. <laughs> because then it would have cost me another uh, copay. Really? Yep, because it's billed differently. If you talk about a pre-existing problem? Yes, because I'm not there for that. That well, is true. Well, I'm glad you didn't just admit to insurance fraud on our podcast. That because if That's you had not of, what I, that wasn't insurance that fraud. That would have made me nervous. That is not insurance fraud. That was telling the fact that like he said, "How are you?" I said, "I can't tell you how I, you know how have you been feeling otherwise." Is what his exact question was. I'm like I can't tell you about the stomach bug I just had. He's like, "Oh, that doesn't matter because that's that that comes and goes." I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." That's hilarious. Yeah. Do you go to the doctor regularly? Once a year now because I'm thirty year older. For the physical, yeah, just to make sure I'm not dead. Like I'm, I know that sounds stupid, but like I'm not dying or something. Yeah. So, do you go to the doctor regularly? No. You should. I know, but they always leave. <laughs> I found. Oh, you someone. have doctor friends, and they like start to see you, and no, then they move no. away. No. Well, yeah, they're not doctor friends, but I'll go. I'll <laughs> go to this physician. Leave. That sounds so. And sad. I'll, I'll go one time. And then I'm like, he's like, okay, well, here are some goals for the year. Sound great. And six months later, I get a letter. 
<laughs> that so-and-so has moved to another city. So you can have your records if you want them. So then I look and look and look to find another one, and I finally do three years later. They move away too. And they that's happened to me twice. So now I have commitment issues. Now I just go to the <laughs> ER for my physicals. What's Com your problem? I, I just have, need a physical. I have for, chest pain. You get back there, you get hooked up, and then yeah, because they, they immediately will put you back there if you say you have chest pain. Yeah. You don't do that, do you? No, I don't do that. I'm, I'm not glad you didn't just admit to emergency department <laughs> no, fraud. No, no. It's important that we all, I think, uh, see our physician, though. And as you know, I think that our our whole health is important, not just physical health. So I think it's important that people take care of their mental health. Yes, it's so well. people, uh, there is... I don't know. It's so weird still that people are like, oh, therapist. Oh, go there, therapist. You know, that's like they whisper. It's like yeah. a closed door thing. I mean, obviously sessions are closed door, but even the fact that you go and see a therapist is so hush-hush. It, it really weird. shouldn't be. I don't care. It really, it shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't be. There, There should not be a stigma. Nobody would think a second about saying they went to convenient care because they had a sinus infection or a splinter or a dislocated finger, no one would say that. Yeah, or what about what about someone saying, I just had a tragic event happen? Right. I think that it's, uh, it's sad that people have a stigma to this day about mental health. I wish they didn't. I wish there was something I could do about that. I think all it takes is one time, I can tell you that, one session where people feel regarded and known and heard and seen and appreciated. That's all it takes. And they realize, wait a minute, why does it matter what anybody else is thinking? Why are we sitting the literal exact same way? Did I subconsciously see that? I always cross my legs like this. And I, I know I probably did this because you did. But One of us is mirroring the other. That's an important uh, important um, yeah. empathy and joining tool. Yeah. This is neat. I mean, it's straight up now, you know. Yeah. What's something that, you are, uh, that you're working on on yourself? Me right this second, I, I am we totally worth come to that. I am so quick to like blah, noises really bother me. We've talked about this. Yeah, noises when you have a lot of overlapping tones that do not like. Uh, I don't want to say coincide or uh, if they don't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? Complement. Like noises that do not complement each other, like a, a car going down the road, the muffler's busted up, and then the kid's screaming in the corner. Like dissonance. Just th all the these different noises meshed together. I have really sensitive ears, and I... Bleh. Yeah. So I literally have count... I, I walk in, I do this thing. Sounds really dumb for those of you listening. I walk into our bedroom, and I count to 10. And then I walk back out. Noises really bother me. That has uh, been something that has happened to me uh, recently. Is it because like as eight, I think eight, it, I maybe? Think I'm going to say yes. I don't know. But yeah. I know that when I'm out, we like to eat outside as much as we can, like when we go downtown. But there's always some ridiculous motorcyclist who revs as loud as possible or a truck without a muffler. It's just awful. And it, it does. It kind of drives me crazy. It's not only something that drives me nuts. It actually... I don't want to say ruins my day, but it for that moment, I literally want to claw my eyes out. It's frustrating. Yeah, it really is. So I'm working on, I mean, and more to that, the more legs to that are just being, uh, what's the word, just more chill, like 
a little bit more wusa wusa. So how are you doing that? What's the what's the practice? Um, I think it's I think it's being aware. Being aware is like, and compartmentalizing is critical. Right. You know, coming off of a weekend long, being home with the kids and like you know constantly being selfless and like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to go and like swing on the swing and just being in it with them? I mean, this life is not really about me anyway. So I think realizing that with just everything. Is that something that's hard for you to probably stomach? Yeah. The the life not about me part. Well, yeah, of course, especially coming from the life that I came from 10 years ago. I mean, that was it almost probably 2 years of of grieve, grieving because of like changing from my very selfish ways to that of what we do now in its very selfless ways. So, I mean, yeah, probably. You think about it a lot. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm. I love, I love my kids though. I love them, and I literally choose them over anything else. And we, that's noticeable, and I'm proud of that. But it's taken a long time to get here. Like if we had kids, if I had kids ten years ago, <laughs> I'd be like, it's not even a laughing matter how bad it might have been. I don't know. I'm just speaking honestly. Yeah, and I think they're probably. Many others like me that, you know, being honest is uh, sometimes very hard for a lot of people. Wonder why that is? Because they're scared of backlash or judgment, you know. But we were talking at lunch today, you and I, and the Wonder Boys talking about just like being okay with who you are and not caring about judge judging. Yeah, and um, I think that that's a lifelong learning. Totally to not not care in the sense of being apathetic and, and rude, but not caring in that we don't put value on what other people evaluate us to be. Yeah. But we put value on what we value. We assign meaning to what means something to us. So whenever people text you over the weekend, they're like, hey, well, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, you know I hate that. Ah! That happened to me. This past weekend. weekend. Yes. Yeah, I wanted. Has it ended? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I created this like really bad scenario. Remember, I told you. Yes, I know you did. Relax, breathe in, breathe out. It's but you, not even about you, you, Mister. I haven't. Not Mister. I'm sorry. That sounded like. But weird. I did. Yeah, I'm the same you, way. It's very scary. Yeah, I was honest about that. Yeah, I don't I'm like just over it. here texting. Like, hey, are you are you it's upset with me? We else. just need to talk. And, and but the tone was, hey, we just need to talk. Like, I don't. Nothing's wrong. We just need to talk. But instead, I'm like, we need to talk <laughs> in my head. I'm like, oh no. That's why text messaging is not yeah. is not good. Hey, so I do the thing now where you do the voice voice thing. Yes, that's I don't fun. Know. Why? Why don't uh, people do that more often? I don't know, but uh, my friend Nathan Walters does that. He does the voice texting with, well, voice memos with me, and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should just start doing that. I'm fine with that. But then you, never mind. We can't, I can't say that. What? I can't say that. Trust me. We'll talk about that after. Oh. Well, but Off I, mic? Yeah. Well, now I'm really curious. Yeah. Will you remember? Come on, dude. I'm just asking because I always forget what I'm like. Oh, I'll tell you later. Then I'm like, oh, I have no idea what I was going to say. Well. Now you already forgot. Don't, no, you? I didn't. I think that we should do more voicing. For one thing, you can do it while driving. You can definitely do that. Although you still have to hit buttons. But you can't do that while, like, working. No. I mean, could you imagine, like, with a family? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Hey, man, what's going on? 
My, <laughs> yeah, I went that? to a doctor's <laughs> office recently, and the doctor dictated uh, all of his notes in the patient file right there in front of us. With the other patient? No, no, no. Our ours. It was like, oh, <laughs> it was for me or for us. It was, oh, um, but patient is struggling just, from an extreme case of hemorrhoids. Just dictated right there, <laughs> caused by intense stress. So anyway, I don't like doing things like that in front of people. But I, anyway, back to the point. Go ahead. We shouldn't text about important things. No, definitely shouldn't. Plus, it's definitely not efficient. People think that it's quicker than a phone conversation. It really isn't if you know how to have a phone conversation. Right. But I think people are so worried, many are worried, about the small talk, the casual, hey, how are you? Yeah. You know, how you darn, tell your mama, ask how she darn. <laughs> like that stuff, that takes time. You know who I have? A, sorry. No. I have a really good uh, uh, phone interactions always with Jack. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we have a set time that we talk. We talk for a good five, 10 minutes. Hey, what's going on? How'd your night go? How's your morning going? And we're genuine about it. And then we get right to it. And like, hey, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Peace. Have a good day. Those yeah. are fun. You and I have good phone calls too. It's yeah, not like we, just... we skip the opening stuff <laughs> yeah. normally. Because yeah. <laughs> I know that your time, my time, people's time is valuable. Yeah. Our, usually it's like, hey, man, I know you're busy. Or, hey, I've only got a minute. Yeah. I've only got a minute. It was 60 seconds in it. It's a little nun that used to substitute it catholic high used to say that she's now passed away but bless her bless her heart i want to do a quick shout out if i may uh i want to say uh that one of the wonder boys tj stinnett his last day is today he is uh excited about a new venture for he and his family they're actually moving to your uh hometown yep virginia beach virginia, virginia beach virginia he was offered some incredible opportunities it's a great stepping stone for him and his family so we at Wonder Boy are going to be without TJ, but he's taught Drew and Joel and myself a lot, and we ex- are excited for him and his family and their new venture. So he's not moving technically until January, first part of the year, first part of the year mm-hmm. 2020. However, his last day at Wonder Boy is today. So TJ, appreciate you. Enjoy working at home from home. And you know good and well he'll probably want to be coming to the offices even said it. You even said it, TJ. So come if you want, but we'll miss you. I'm going to um, make an announcement too that because of our schedules, we haven't been able to be consistent with our two episodes per week like we had for our first 100 episodes with two exceptions. And so we're moving toward a uh, one episode per week, but a longer one mm-hmm. model. We're going to try that out. Yeah. I we'll invite our listeners to. Uh, Send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Email us at yule.tryingpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about that and anything that you'd like for us to discuss. In the meantime, I'd like for us to share some rapid-fire questions with one another. These rapid-fire questions are brought to you by none other than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. He is an agent and he is big on commitment. You know, Jay, I know that the things, the people in our lives, we want to protect them. Not only the things, more importantly, of course, the people. When you think of life insurance, be sure to think of no other and no further than Robert Edge with Phone Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Sorry, I stepped on your line. You always do that. The director's well, smoking. 
So I didn't. <laughs> uh, call Robert Edge, 270-929-4215. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, Robert. All right, so rapid fire questions, the Robert Edge rapid fire questions. Robert's rapid fire questions. Oh, my gosh. What is the worst job that you could have? Oh, uh, I need to say the first thing that comes out of my, my off my head, and I was going to say something involving sewage. That would be awful. How yeah. about you? I was going to say working at like the trash, uh, the dump. Oh, really? The yeah, working the bulldo- No, being on the bulldozer and like having to mush all that gook down. That would that that has some odor associated with it. <laughs> yeah. Your turn. Uh, I just asked you. Oh, it's my turn <laughs> for superhero. Batman, Captain America, you go. It's not even a good superhero. Batman's not a good superhero. Sorry, don't kill, human, don't kill me. 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 Where's the worst place that you could get stuck? Uh, in a fiery and falling elevator. Mine is a fire for sure. Yeah. Golly. What is something that annoys you the most? Hangers. Oh yeah. Hangers. That's so dumb. What's something that annoys you the most? Oh, you're supposed uh, to. Add- well, I mean, I'm I'm letting you be in charge of you. Um, so, oh well, motorcycles, motors, loud motorcycles, driving yeah. me crazy. Your turn. Okay. Um, uh, do you have a song that reminds you of a relationship? If so, what song? Yes, uh, I choose you by Sarah Bareilles. Reminds me of my relationship with Joy. That's so sweet. I How just think you? of uh, Casey and JoJo. Baby, 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 baby. If you could, if you could talk in your sleep, what would you say? Hi, how are you? No, I would say, I am your. What the heck? I don't even know. What would you? What would you say if you could talk in your sleep? Um, I would probably say the Gettysburg Address because it's what I. That's what I said in my speech competition when I was elementary school. I, I still remember it. Oh, your what, turn. What new technology will transform the future? AI. Absolutely. Good Lord. I'm not, that's what I would answer to. What are you most afraid of? The dark. God, not that again. Uh, I'm not okay, af- I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm scared See? of... Look how easy that was. See, you're, you fixed it. Uh, I don't really... I'm, I'm scared of Michael Myers. Birds. Michael Myers. He's not real. How do you know? There's a... There... Birds. <laughs> Birds and all other animals. They're not real, though. What's, okay. What celebrity annoys you the most? Ooh. Um, gosh, that's a good one. I, I'll know it when I see them, but I can't think of who it is. Snoop Dogg really annoys me. I like Snoop. Okay. I follow him on Instagram. I'm just no, doing... you can still be annoyed. Yeah. Um, who's someone you really like? You? No, a celebrity. Uh, I just don't, don't know why I thought of her. I said I was thinking Selena Gomez. Uh, she really annoys me. I don't know why I thought of her because just it's not kidding. like some, I just, okay. I just I see somebody, somebody that, that you like. That's funny. Have you ever tried to do something you knew would be you'd be really bad at? Yes. Golf. What? Are you still bad at yes, it? Yes, I'm terrible. It we really piss, it pisses me off. I'm mad. We should play golf. I'm upset right Why now. Why don't we go do about couples it. golf? Because I don't like it. Because I'm not good at it. I don't I'm like terrible doing it. But at it's it. not fun. You waste a lot of money on the balls, and I lose every one of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you could have a yacht, what would you name it? Hmm. Hmm. Uh. I just keep thinking of like ornery names. I just. Can't. I don't know. That's a tough one. When I name things, it takes me some time to. Think yeah. Okay. About it. That's a good fair How question. About you? I don't. I'm not. I'm not answering that. Because you have something that just you... Just Henri's, I'll get out, yeah. Uh, what was your favorite book growing up? Goosebumps. <laughs> Boxcar right. Children. About that. Yeah. What do you think is your best feature? Mm. TJ, if he were in here, 
I'm not asking TJ. What's my... Oh, I'm asking you. My hair. I like my hair. You gonna let it grow out again? <laughs> yes. I'm not letting mine grow out. Why? It looks uh, good. No, this is how I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, well, it looks... Okay. I, I had like you... three and a half inches chopped off of it. Did you keep it for like... And put it in your baby book? No, I didn't. <laughs> I like how you crack yourself up. That's <laughs> so good. St- it's just stupid. I'm not funny. I know I'm not funny. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, episode 103 because this is 102. This is 102. So I'm looking forward to 103. Uh, and it's going to be it's gonna be for next week. Although, I don't know because I'm going to be away. Yeah, you're going to be week. out of the country. Yeah, so I may not, uh, may not be around for that. But either way, we'll make it work. We yeah. could do it long distance like we did that one time when that, you were in Colorado. Yeah, that one time. There were a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that one day maybe we'll tell you about on that episode, too. All right, don't forget you have something to tell me. Hey, this is episode 102, You'll Die Trying. I forgot. I knew you would. <laughs> I forgot. I'm Jonathan. I'm, st- I'm stupid. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, get us away from it.